the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Yes, welcome to the mile rate. Well, what a fantastic night of, of harness racing at Tabcorp Park, Melton, last night. I've, I've probably said it a few times in the last couple of years, but... The racing was so exciting. The individual performance by some of these star horses that we've got uh, was just exceptional, uh, memorable. And, and we'll see nearly all of them backing up uh, next week. Rob Orber, good morning to you. you, you when it's an industry that you really enjoy, uh, you're buoyed by seeing the horses that we've got in harness racing at the moment and those that competed last night. Yeah, very good morning to you, Danny. Good morning, everyone. And Breeders' Crown... Uh, Semi-finals, finals, uh, it brings out the best horses, uh, the best juvenile horses, and we certainly saw some unbelievable performances last night. It was such uh, exciting racing. We saw, you know, uh, probably one of the fastest lead times, or the fastest lead time with the Lost Storm, uh, recording a, a 41-6 lead time still going on and winning the race. We saw Captain Ravishing was outstanding, major delight, kept her unbeaten record, and the the night just went on and on with uh, some wonderful stories. And you know, last uh, yesterday morning, uh, we you know we on cracking the codes, you had a, a live coverage uh, new time slot at uh, 11 o'clock on RSN. Caught up with some uh, amazing stories, the Breeders' uh, Crown story uh, over in in America, and then of course Kate Gath uh, joining you, and she finished off the night with a win last night. A very special performance. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was a wonderful morning yesterday with a new time slot, and and a couple of the stories that we had on, and Kate was uh, able to join us representing uh, EB and the association that she's got with Tough Tilly after just coming back into the country after running the New York Marathon, and she drives a double last night, but this one on. Tough Tilly, what a finish. The last race of the night in reasonably heavy rain and Tough Tilly, she was never in front until the finishing post. And Tay-Tay goes up level with Doug's Babe. Tough Tilly gets to the outside and starts to wind up. The big three on the turn. Doug's Babe, Tay-Tay. Tough Tilly down the outside. Then it's Ebony and Ivory coming through. It's Tay-Tay and here's Tough Tilly. Tay-Tay, Tough Tilly. Tough Tilly after Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay, Tough Tilly. And it's close. Tough Tilly put in the dive right on the line and made this really interesting. Tough Tilly or Tay-Tay. I'm sort of feeling not too bad actually and after that I'm feeling you know really good so uh, you know it was just something that um, like I said just capped off the week um, really well and it all fell into place and uh, it's been a really good night. Incredible just that will to win not just of tough Tilly that of Tilly Wilkes of whom the horse is named after and that of Kate Cat. What an exciting way to finish off the night for those people that might have stayed up to watch the uh, the, the semi-finals of the Breeders' Crown they might have elected to go to bed. Well, if they did go to bed, they missed the, probably the best race of the night, and it was the last race where we saw Doug's Babe, uh, who's been racing in terrific form, leading in the race. Uh, Tay-Tay, who came back from the New South Wales Breeders' Challenge, having won the four-year-old series, sat without cover. Tough till in the 1-1. One, one. And, and they went to the line, and there was uh, virtually a, probably a head between the, the first four place-getters, and... <coughs> Excuse me. And um, Tough Tilly was outstanding. It was a 6.9 lead time, 27-4, 32-2, and 27 last quarter. They went a mile rate of 153.8. And as you mentioned, Dan, in wet conditions and Tough Tilly getting up right on the line. Tay-Tay, I thought, was absolutely brilliant. 
Very brave in defeat. It's Ebony and Ivory snuck up on the pegs. A very good run into third. And then fourth home was Doug's Babe, who led up. And uh, as I said, the first four, there was nothing between them with rocking with Sierra back at the tail of the field. But it was a great win for Tough Tilly. Emma Stewart finishing off an amazing night. And Kate Gath, what a superstar she is. Rob, back to the first event on the program, and this was just extraordinary. We know how good the Lost Storm is, but what happened in the first four or 500 metres, that time that these two-year-olds recorded, uh, it's beyond stunning. I don't even think it was physically possible, scientifically possible, to run the time that they did, that lo the Lost Storm did, to still continue on and win. It was extraordinary. Used up a bit of petrol early, runs off the back in 29.5. He gets the chance to zip home, he's three metres clear. Coming out from the 1-1 one, one was Don Hugo, Captain's Knock is behind the leader. Alvinny's under pressure, three back to the inside, Major Celebrity. The Lost Storm led into the straight, Captain's Knock's five metres away, then Don Hugo. Down the outside, Doug's platter, the Lost Storm's in front though. It's the Lost Storm clear, Captain's Knock, Don Hugo, they're all getting close, but it's the Lost Storm just... The Lost Storm has won it from either of. Uh, Don Hugo was right there. On the outside was Doug's platter. Yeah, um, he, he was super, but super brave. And, um, you know, that's right. The first burn probably took a little bit of edge off him. But, um, you know, I thought Captain Snock was probably me, one of my main dangers. So I had to be in front of it. But, um, you know, I couldn't quite get in front of it. But um, in the end, we are going that hard. He, he relented, so which was good for us. It was a fantastic race, uh, Dan. We saw uh, the Lost Storm uh, working to the front, but he had to do uh, a power of work. Captain's Knock uh, from the second row was able to push through and work to the lead, and then uh, the Lost Storm three wide took him on, and they went a lead time of 41.6, which was a new lead time record at Tabcorp Park, Melton. 29.331, 29.6, and you were just wondering, can this horse keep going? It did. 27.1 last quarter, mile rate of 153.9, and the Lost Storm really stamped himself as uh, the horse to beat going into uh, the final next week. He defeated... Doug's Platter, who ran on really nicely for Jeff Webster and Chris Alford. Third home was six, Don Hugo for Emma Stewart, qualifying a, a second runner there. Then fourth home was Captain's Knock. I thought his performance was good. Perfect class in fifth. And the other runner that qualified was Little Louie into sixth spot. But the Lost Storm, it'll take a very good horse to beat him in the final next week. It certainly will. That was just an extraordinary uh, lead time to break the track record lead time for any age group, let alone uh, two-year-olds. Um, we'll cover every race, but we'll run through uh, some of the replays. And I mentioned horses that are just beyond being an equine. Um, this next horse that we're going to talk about is in the freakish category already. Um, she's now won eight out of eight, major delight, has broken track records nearly wherever she goes, and she just did it in second gear, winning race four back as Aureus as they start winding it up. It'll be a slick last quarter and Major Delight runs past the 428 flat for that third quarter. Leads five metres, Aureus second, perfect in pink third, eight metres Sahara Breeze. Into the straight though and it's Major Delight clear of Aureus. Perfect in pink is giving a bit of ground in third spot but it's Major Delight shaken up into the straight. She raced away from Aureus, perfect in pink than Sahara Breeze. This is one very, very special filly. I dare say one of the best two-year-old fillies we've ever seen. Major Delight makes it eight from eight and won it by eight metres. Yeah, look, I think there will be um, probably a bit of noise. will probably help her a little bit, you know, 
Um, but look, she's she's a super filly, and you know she does what she has to. Mark Pitt uh, driving the first four winners on the uh, program. He would end up with six for the night, and Emma Stewart trained seven for the night. She also trained the first four. But Major Delight is in that extra special category now. There's something about her that puts her in a realm of her own. Yeah, look, she looks very special. Uh, we caught up with Clayton Tonkin at the Barry Draws uh, last night, and he uh, alluded that she is very, very special. Eight in a row. She worked to the lead, 44-3. Uh, lead time 29-4, 30.7, 28-27 and 27 home. She did it easily. Mile rate of 154-6. And if they thought they were going to have trouble beating her, well, she drew barrier one in the final next uh, Saturday night, which makes uh, the job so, so looking good for her. Major delight. Great win last night. Defeated Aureus, who I thought did a really good job chasing hard. Uh, third home was perfect in pink, who gets barrier seven in the final. Uh, Spring blue finishing fourth. Fifth home, Sahara Breeze, and uh, the sixth place getter was something about Eilie, but it's going to take an exceptional horse or something to go wrong for Major Delight not to be winning. Race uh, five we'll get to. Bulletproof boy hadn't been drawing good gates of late, but he got a good gate last night. A little surprisingly, he got out to $10 before he trimmed up a little bit late. It was a blanket finish, but Scott Ewan got, uh, Scott Ewan got Bulletproof boy home narrowly. It's Ponsell Benjamin in front. Torrid Saint, Bulletproof boy, Max Delighter winding up. Jillaby Sylvester's in behind. Bonsell Benjamin led from Torrid Saint, Bulletproof boy. Down the outside, Max Delighter, Jillaby Sylvester, Jillaby Nitro, Bulletproof boy. Boy moved up. They're stretched across the track. Bulletproof boy, Jillaby Sylvester, Jillaby Nitro, but Bulletproof boy got up. Bulletproof boy has won it. Uh, photos for the miners. Jill yes, definitely, mate. Look, you know, uh, they even got told, you know, early in the week, oh, he's probably not going his best, but that's not the truth. Um, I just, well, last week I spoke to you, to be honest, and um, I just think he's been, yeah, plagued with bad draws. And even last week, you know, they ran only 26.80, it was four and five wide and, and made good ground up. And I just think, you know, not many horses can do that. Scott Ewan, the uh, trainer driver, Bulletproof Boys, 32nd career win. Uh, he's uh, doing a terrific job, Scotty Ewan. And, and Bulletproof Boy just loves a short course as well, Danny. He runs his best races. He ended up in the one out, one back. Bonsell Benjamin led in a race, and Bulletproof Boy made a run. Uh, they were spread across the track, but he got up in the last couple of bounds to win. A terrific performance, defeating Jillaby Nitro, who was three back to pegs. Uh, third home was Jillaby Sylvester. Fourth home to Torrid Sane, who moved around into the breeze. And fifth home was Max Delight. They went at 6.9 lead time, 29-1, 29-1, 27-5, 27 and 27-3 home. A mile rate of 152-4 and bulletproof boy, as I mentioned, uh, Scott Ewan. Trainer driver, doing a great job. He's been a wonderful horse for his connections. And once again, I enjoyed uh, another win last night at Tabcourt Park, Melton. We'll go across to race number seven in Cypher, the Oaks winner. She got a good gate. Kate Gath, first leg of a double for her, and uh, she dominated. She was far too good. Off the back straight in 26-7 for the third quarter, and it's in Cypher into the straight. Nicely clear. She got away on Nomperil, then came in eject. But it's in Cypher clear. Running a good race is Nomperil, but in Cypher's too good. In Cypher goes all the way and wins it from Nomperil second, third place. In Cypher, Kate Gath, um, 10 wins from 17 starts now. Yeah, she just keeps ticking all the boxes, doesn't she, Danny? Uh, as you mentioned, work to the lead, 46-6 lead time. 
26-7 down the back, home in 26-3, a mile rate of 154-6, and she was just too good. Defeating non Pareil, who battled on well into second spot. Third home was Interjack, who I thought ran really well. Fourth home, 11, Diamond Shoes, a bit of a bolter, getting home nicely in the fourth placing. Amore Vita, fifth, and uh, Petalont finishing sixth after sitting without cover. But all honours to Encypher, she was just a uh, class above the rest. And Rob, the last of the replays we'll look at, race number nine in this jet. <laughs> the jet is called Captain Ravishing. 27.1, and it's uh, Captain Ravishing out by 10 now. He exploded away on his uh, uh, Charlie's Angel, ripped to the outside, Beach Villa battling, but it is all Captain Ravishing. He's put the gap on them that you would have expected, and he is coming away for a big win in a blistering final quarter. Captain Ravishing by 25. Captain Ravishing taking his record to seven wins from 11 starts. He just... He covers the ground so well when he's let down. He, he had to win. He had to run time towards the end of the night there. But he, he's a stunning horse to look at in full flight. He's about as fast as you'll ever see, Rob. And uh, he uh, he's going to be the horse to beat in the final drawing. I think he drew barrier five for next week's final. Yeah, look, at uh, he, he was outstanding once again, uh, Danny. Uh, 44-9 lead time, 30 seconds, 30.2, 27-1. He sprinted home in 25-91 by 22 metres, and he did it easily. He defeated uh, Rip into second spot. Third home was he's Charlie's Angel. Uh, fourth home to three, Red Hot Assassin. Uh, fifth was uh, Flash Jimmy, and sixth qualifier was Mac Assassin. But a 153.6 mile rate for Captain Ravishing. He drew barrier five in the final next week. Kafaji, who was very good also last night, he, called, he drew barrier one, so he's going to certainly be in the right spot. He's Charlie's Angel, two, and uh, Rip, three and Captain Ravishing 5. So that front row, front row looks pretty interesting, but Captain Ravishing will still be the horse to beat. OK, Rob, um, we'll go back to race number two. Techies Watching continued his uh, unbeaten record two of four, the Emma Stewart train. He's watching Colt. Yeah, he got the job done uh, pretty comfortably. It was a 45-5 lead time, 30.3, 29.9. 27-4, home in 26-6. It was a mile rate of 154.8. And Techie's watching, leading throughout. Defeated Louis Luai, who's going really well for Chris Finozio. Um, well done to the team in qualifying. He's got a big band of owners, and they're all excited that they've made the final. Uh, third home was uh, school captain. His performance was outstanding. He gets to draw barrier two in the final next week. So school captain certainly will put himself in into the race uh, with the draw that he's got. And you'd expect him to be a real chance going into the final. He was outstanding, finishing third. Fourth home, my ultimate, Jacko. Uh, fifth was for Keang Santiago. And sixth home was Heathburn Bruce, one of the outsiders into sixth placing. But it looks, uh, Techie's watching, he's drawn the second row. But uh, certainly the run of school captain caught the eye, Danny. Race three, Rob, and uh, tempting Tigress also, uh, like her stablemate that won the second, made it four out of four. Got the job done, uh, sat one out two back in the running line uh, last night and let down with a big sprint to win and defeated uh, Matriarch, who sat behind the leader. Soho Seraphine led in the race into third placing. Fourth home was Clive's girl, Charlie Guzman. Great story there with uh, her mare, producing two mares, and he's Charlie's Angel and Clive's girl. They've both qualified for the Breeders' Crown final. That's an outstanding achievement. Well done to uh, Charlene. Uh, 
Fifth home in the race was ludicrous. I thought his run was nice. He gets a good barrier draw. And uh, then we go into uh, Jewel Melody, who probably felt the effects of a tough run the other day at, uh, at Maryborough and certainly didn't finish off the race as, as well as what we're used to seeing. A mile rate of 155.3. It was a 45.5 lead time, 30.2. Last 1,200, they kept running 28.9, 27.8 and 28 home. So uh, the winner's done a good job tempting Tigers coming from back in the field over the top of them and uh, looks uh, one of the main chances in the final next week. Across to race number six and Soho, her story, was able to get to the lead comfortably but she, she bolted in. She did. She won it uh, really easy, didn't she, Dan? Uh, leading uh, throughout a 44-7 lead time, 30.231. Home in 26-4 and 27-2. It was a mile rate of 154.7. She got the job done. Defeating Beach Life, who sat behind the leader. Miss Chantilly was also well poised into third spot after being in the 1-1. Mix X, uh, who was four back the pegs for David Thorne, ran on nicely the fourth placing. Uh, fifth was Talk Time. I actually didn't mind a run of Talk Time. She was wide for the last lap. They run some really quick sectionals, 26-4, 27-2. She might be a little bit of a bolter to put into your trifectas next week. And uh, Rich Beauty into sixth placing. Interesting enough for this race, Danny, there were two dead heaters for sixth, uh, which was uh, Rich Beauty and Star Celebrity. They had to go into a ballot to which one was going to make the final. Rich Beauty got uh, pulled out of the barrel first. She's gone through to the final. Star Celebrity, who was the other dead heater, has now uh, become the first emergency in the final next week. Rob, across the race number eight, and Major Perry was uh, an alarming drifter. Open favourite, started third favourite, would you believe, but he never looked like losing. Flew out to lead, and, and Josh Dickey was just a beautifully rated drive. Yeah, he's a class horse, isn't he, Major Perry? He's uh, really come along. I mean, uh, we saw him compete in the New South Wales Derby. He came here to Victoria during the Derby Series, and now the Breeders' Crown. I loved his win last night. He did it with uh, so much profession. He got the job done. He defeated Kafaji, who was very brave in defeat. He draws Barry one in the final next week. Kafaji, Major Perry out the back. Uh, third home, Raw for Roscoe. Great to... Uh, uh, finish from uh, Raw for Roscoe. Juanita Breen does a great job with her horses and she'll be wrapped that she's qualified for the final. Uh, fourth home, uh, interest-free. Had to do a bit of work. Draws inside the second row in the final next week. Barry Wright on the back of uh, Kafaji. So he's going to get a softer trip, which will probably suit him, I would imagine. Uh, fifth home, Commander Buzz. Had the run of the race. And uh, sixth home was Repelling, who also has gone through to the final. But a 156.8 win for Major Perry. Looking forward to that final next week. And uh, the last way race we'll have a look at is race 10 for the Trotters. Elder Baron Zeus was able to get to the lead cheaply and he was able to uh, dominate. Yeah, he's just uh, going from uh, strength to strength. Elder Baron Zeus, Brent Lilly and Chris Elford uh, worked to the lead, controlled the race. It was a 159.7 mile rate for that uh, event and he defeated Sundon's Courage second. Third was Majestuoso and fourth home was always ready but he never looked in doubt and he was just a bit too classy for him, Elder Baron Zeus. So a great night last night of a racing. We've got a lot of stars, particularly in the two- and three-year-old ranks at the moment, Rob. We'll see them all in action next week. It's a big weekend of harness action, Breeders' Crown action Friday night, and all the Breeders' Crown finals on next Saturday night. Yeah, looking forward to it, Danny, and uh, it'll be a fantastic uh, week ahead uh, as we uh, head after the Breeders' Crown. It'll be the Inter-Dominion, then the Vic Bread final, so it's going to be a very exciting time for harness racing. I'll be heading to Cranbourne later on uh, today and looking forward to uh, catching, up, catching up with everyone there. And uh, have a great Sunday and happy harnessing. Mm -hmm.